At this year's Oscars, Oppenheimer took home the award for Best Picture, Emma Stone and Robert Downey Jr. also picked up wins, and Ryan Gosling brought the Kennergy. For a recap of all the highlights, listen to the Pop Culture Happy Hour podcast from NPR. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Lakshmi Singh. Hezbollah leader Hassan Nasrallah is telling supporters that the Lebanese militia group needs to retaliate for this week's deadly strike in Beirut that he blames on Israel. The U.S. has sought to keep Israel's war against Hamas and Gaza from widening across the region, but recent violence in Lebanon and Iran threaten the opposite. Given this risk, Secretary of State Antony Blinken's back in the Middle East for the fourth time since the Israel-Hamas war began October 7th. Iraq's government is condemning a U.S. drone strike that killed a senior militant leader in Baghdad. NPR's Jackie Northam reports from Tel Aviv. The Pentagon says a missile fired from a U.S. drone targeted the leader of Harakat al-Nujaba, an Iran-linked militant group believed to be responsible for planning and carrying out recent attacks on American personnel in Iraq. The State Department designated the group a terrorist organization in 2019, but it's still part of a coalition of militias nominally under control of Iraq's military. Iran-backed militias have launched dozens of strikes against American forces in Iraq and Syria since the war between Hamas and Israel began in early October. The U.S. has responded several times, but a targeted attack like Thursday's drone strike in Baghdad is unusual. Jackie Northam, NPR News. Tel Aviv. Meanwhile, an ISIS branch is claiming responsibility for the bomb attack in southeastern Iran that killed at least 84 civilians. More from NPR's Peter Kenyon. A group calling itself Islamic State Khorasan Province, or ISKP, said it was behind the deadly attack on Iranians heading toward a ceremony to honor slain General Qasem Soleimani. Soleimani was killed in a U.S. drone strike in 2020. The ISKP's motives are believed to be largely sectarian. It's a Sunni group that considers Shia Muslims to be apostates. The group has claimed responsibility for a pair of shooting attacks that killed more than a dozen civilians at a Shia shrine, one in 2022 and one last year. Iranian authorities have vowed to pursue and apprehend the people responsible for this latest attack, which was by far the deadliest of the three claimed by the ISKP. Peter Kenyon, NPR News, Istanbul. As the nation approaches the third anniversary of the pro-Trump attack on the U.S. Capitol, a former Capitol police officer who was on duty the day of the insurrection says he's running for Congress. Harry Dunn says he's campaigning to represent Maryland's third congressional district that's being vacated by retiring Democratic Representative John Sarbanes. Dunn says after what he witnessed from former President Donald Trump, he's determined to defend democracy. I mean, Donald Trump said it himself that he is ready to be a dictator. And, you know, a lot of his supporters will sit there and say, oh, he's just joking. But how many times has he said the things that we thought were jokes that he actually did and took them seriously? That's done referencing an exchange that Trump had with Fox News last month. You're listening to NPR. President Biden will speak in suburban Philadelphia today about protecting American democracy. NPR's Windsor Johnston reports this comes again the day before the anniversary of the January 6th insurrection. President Biden is expected to use a speech near Valley Forge to make the case that democracy is on the line in this year's election. 
White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre says the events of the January 6th insurrection are a clear reminder of what's at stake in the months ahead. It was a, a sight that was horrific. We saw a Confederate flag uh, flying in the halls of the Capitol. The Biden campaign has been turning up the heat on former President Donald Trump, the likely Republican nominee, adding that the threat he poses to democracy has only grown more dire in the years since the attack on the Capitol. Windsor Johnston, NPR News, Washington. The U.S. job market capped off a strong year in December. Employers continued hiring at a solid, if somewhat slower pace. Employers added 216,000 jobs last month. That's according to the Labor Department's latest monthly jobs report. The unemployment rate held steady at 3.7 percent in November. It's the longest streak of low unemployment since the Vietnam War. Unemployment has now been under 4 percent for nearly two years, the longest streak of rock-bottom jobless rates since, again, the Vietnam War. U.S. stocks are mixed as our mostly lower, though the Dow is down 100 points at 37,340. You're listening to NPR News.